Although, if we could, if we could, I mean, we kind of do what the fuck we want anyway. So that that is true, but I, I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be a good title for an episode, just holy motherfucker of shit, if we don't have like some holy motherfucker of shit bombshell to drop on people. Like it's gotta be something game changing. You gotta hold that title back for That's not for worthy of a Kamala Harris VP announcement. Nah, nah. I don't th- I think that won't kinda went off with a whimper and we're gonna get into that too. That's uh, did you, did you see look on Joe's face when he heard? <laughs> no. He's like, I thought we talked about something else. <laughs> anyway, let's get into this shit. Right. Um, we are two regular guys plus weed. I am CJ. I'm Chris. And thank you for coming back uh, for another episode. We were just talking about how we kind of sli- we're kind of flying through the second season. It's, yeah, I didn't. I thought. Yeah, I think we have to. We have to take a little bit of a longer break. Yeah, between season two and three, I think. Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, actually, that actually, I think we we timed it up because I think uh, the end of season two is going to come in um, right around harvest time. So I'll kind of be dispatched a little bit during harvest season anyway. So that's probably a good time to take a break. Um, we might come back, you know, some other time. But anyway, sick of talking about the fucking future. Um, let's get into a couple of things before we get some music going today. I think. Uh, Nah, fuck that. Let's get into some music. <laughs> we got a. Uh, I already had one picked too. Oh shit! Did you already got one? We 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 do a whole pre-production meeting. Uh, oh, we do. Yeah, you just don't ever show up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a new joint, man. Do you? Yeah. You, you ain't what heard this shit? Uh uh-uh. uh. What? Wait. Oh, what is my it? God. Well, I don't even know what it is yet. You got. It's called lemon. You ain't heard the lemon. The lemon. Conway. The Machine featuring M-E-T-H-O-D, man. Uh-uh, I haven't heard it. Yeah, brand new shit, and this nigga meth is going off. And so I figured, since we, we started out as a weed podcast, I think, well, <laughs> or maybe we just added weed to a regular podcast, I don't know. Um, but yeah, if there's weed. anybody to listen to on a weed podcast, it gotta be meth, right? <laughs> that, that name didn't age well at all. No. Nah. Let's do some meth. <laughs> the, yeah, like, and you really got a no a method, man. You you can't shorten <laughs> yeah. it anymore. You can't like shorten we it. Did. It's got M E T H O D, man. You gotta say the whole fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, you it's do. Like, you gotta roll it's, with it's the like whole. A, it's like a tribe called Quest. You gotta say the whole. That's thing. one of my favorite <laughs> tracks he has though, too. M E T H O D, man. So let's get into some new shit. Um, this is shit. Lemon featuring uh, Method Man uh, by Conway from uh, you already know Griselda. Uh, before we get into it, what you smoking on over there? Alien banana candy. Alien banana candy. What the fuck? Where the fuck they come up with the this p- name from? Producer was Shango. Oh, CGS. THC is 37.76%. Oh, shit. So you finna go to the moon straight off the bat, huh? I like it. All right. I already smoked one of them, too. I mean, shit, I'm not too far off from you, I guess. I got some animal face here. Uh, I don't think it came in tested. That's some good, too. Yeah, it was about 33%, I believe. So I'm not too much further behind you. So I think we need to point something out, too, that um, just because the THC is high doesn't mean... 
isn't everything. THC isn't everything. Exactly. And I, I like I pick my strains uh, specifically just based on I me. Mean, I think I think we said we we're gonna start talking about some strains. So let's throw this in before we get the. Get I the like music the going. alien mixture in this. So. <laughs> uh, this strain, Animal Face, is gonna be a cross between Face Off OG and uh, Animal Mints, which Animal Mints is getting real popular uh, here in the last few years. Yeah, yeah it, it's a really popular strain. Uh, so that Face Off OG cross that Animal Mints, uh, but it's a rare sativa dominant strain uh, that's created by uh, crossing those. Uh, you'll be pretty much addicted after you feel that uh, <laughs> that mind-numbing and body-numbing uh, high. So uh, it's something great if you want to just settle in, uh, relax, and get into some dope conversation with people, uh, which is what we all about here. So uh, That's right. Yeah. What you got over there? Yeah. I'm trying to find everything about Yours it. is such a new strain, though. I, I yeah. doubt you're going to find you that much information You can only find on the it. banana candy. Um, I mean, I know it's an indica because it's yeah. what I like. Um, plus, it has CBD in it. It's got a little bit, 0.12. Um, but yeah, this is uh, it's definitely a good strain. All right, well, shit, we finna go ahead and get our heads right, get our heads in the mood. Uh, let's let's go Ooh. ahead and vibe out. Oh, what you got? I found the lineage. Okay, let's let's run it. Um, so here it is, Alien Banana Candy. Um, is a strain you'll never forget. Uh, what was the name of it again? Alien Banana Candy. <laughs> uh, it and it, I, I agree with this. It's scent and flavor comparable to banana taffy with some skunk in it, and that's exactly what I smelled when I smoked that. Fair enough. It says it usually uh, falls in the high twenties, and its dominant terpenes are limonene, caryophylline, or however you say yeah. that, and caryophylline, um, myrcene. All right, well, shit, that's a nice little blend for you there too. It looks like we're gonna be both of them about the same level. So uh, the lineage here. Yeah, let's get into this, right? Let's get into it. Position in the kitchen, I'm working. Whip it, bag of half and fifties, hit the strip and I serve it. If it's an issue, trust, I'm coming to get with you in person. With the extender throwing at you till I flip your suburban. All my business is flourish. I'm on my way to my yacht. I put a six on the dock like Julius Irving. Damn, I know my nigga's sisters is hurting. He caught new case, but got his sentences concurrent. That ain't get him discouraged. Got another homie in prison for murder. He will let his gun clap and fire at anyone. One that would try watching this baby mother's cry. I got numb, I can't lie. His mama ain't shed a tear. She know that coming with his life. Thought about it. His kids was young when son got the time. Won't see his daughter graduate. Can't teach his son how to drive. Not to see where I get this ambition from and this drive. The machine, I'm iller than anyone that's alive. Look, bought the pants truck and the Maybach with no license. Straight from dealership, not from the auction with the low prices. A long way from selling white and running from the police. You niggas know who flow nicest Raise the ball and coke prices Fronted the homie, caught a joint, he stopped answering Then my nigga since grammar school, I don't know how to handle it Flea said you leave them knots in your chest, they gon' turn to cancer in. in other words, he's saying don't let it slide, you gotta handle it Nigga, let me squeeze, let me squeeze Let me squeeze, let me squeeze Don't tell my nigga stay safe, tell him to stay dangerous I'm, I'm loving the tone down, one side, uh, boom, 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 boom to the back <laughs> I'm waiting for that, too. Like, I'm famous. I keep expecting that. Let me squeeze. 
Hey, meth got off though. Component Noriega watching CNN. Black whip, black tents, y'all ain't seeing that. It's kind of mess, spread the word, boy, you're seeing them. No seeing them, these rappers in the scope, you're never seeing them. Killer bees back in the building with machine and them. We creaming them with pockets of dirty money, I'm clean again. Ain't got to tell you I'm dope, just stick the needle in. The goose is all quite big enough to fit the seagull in. Tis the season and why ask why? I has my reasons and my birds don't need no seasoning. Methyl D in this evening. Now ask yourself, is that really air that you breathing in? I think outside the box that I find a box I can keep them in. Or just leave it then, like the bouncer won't let your people in. People said they want that old map, well this the prequel then. I get medieval, some people won't make the prequel then. Leave them in the fetal position, F it, I'm leaving then. I use the system, you cowards use euphemisms. Women call me super daddy, my powers is supervision. Who gave you permission to speak, to learn you listen, learn to listen to a different you learn the difference in addition if you're missing them see sign this petition get a fraction of that faction subtracted by my division uh, uh, i'm a boss so that means i make decisions slash villain i will kill an mc to make a living yeah <coughs> hmm. damn yeah and that's how we gonna start this shit off all right yo so that's a uh, brand new music from conway the machine uh featuring method man the track's called lemon uh I listened to that shit early and I was like, I kind of went by it and I was like, nah, that, that ain't kind of, that ain't what I want to start out with. But then I was like, yeah, but. <laughs> I mean, it's Method Man with Conway the Machine. How can you not start with that shit? Right. So, man, uh, how's your week been? Hectic. Dazing. Hectic. Just work shit. Anything you care to elaborate on? No. <laughs> no, not at this time. No, you. you I, I heard you. You were Superman. I don't recall. You were Superman and some shit the other day. I called you and you was yeah. fucking. You was. Uh, the, you was, was living. Operate. I was. Oof, uh, I hate my. My biggest pet peeve is I'll work with anybody. I don't mm-hmm. care. Where my goal is to make money, and if my if I'm gonna make more money working with you, I don't care if I, I don't like you. I don't. You will never know. Right. I work with you. My job is to work with you. My job is to make us both money. Fair enough. When people don't do their job and then, you know, last minute dump shit and especially, you know, when you're dealing with very large amounts of business or something, you know, (coughs) it gets a little upsetting when people don't give a shit. It does. It does. I hate that. Uh, I'm always, you know, uh, I remember back in the day we were trying to we're trying to figure out a way to kind of get our media shit off the ground and uh we got an offer you know looking back on it it wasn't that great of an offer well i think we knew it at the time it wasn't that great of an offer but it was something it was an offer right it was something it was our it was our own space to use and we had to help this lady just basically clean the space up in order to Mm -hmm. get it ready to use that was about it right and it was in the back of this clothing store, which was great because then, you know what I mean, we had access to all these different wardrobes and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? It was it, it would have been a deal that would have worked out good for us to get our name like off the ground real quick, right? Right. Um, and I remember me and the homies kind of got into a little bit of an argument because I'm always that person in a situation where, you know, I don't care how my personal feelings about it are. Mm-hmm. If I can see the benefit, like you said, if I can see the benefit for us, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna bust my ass 110% at it. Oh yeah. Right? And so, 
it came across and I told the homie, he was like, <coughs> you know, I forget what he said, but I said, you know what, the way I am, <coughs> you're never gonna outwork me because I will not allow it. Right. You know what I mean? And that's 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 what I bring to like you're not you're not gonna outwork me on something uh that we all have a vested interest in, right? I'm gonna if anything, I'm gonna step my level up up, my level of production up in hopes that you will match me. Mm-hmm. Or even I, I plan on me. doing the whole thing by right? myself. I think from it's from the get go. I think that's kind of like a simple that's, that's why I have a real sympathetic side. Or I guess uh, a sympathetic view on Michael Jordan. You know, I mean, obviously one of the greatest men of all all time yeah. when it comes to being on a basketball court. Yeah, but from all you know, from, well, not all, but from a lot of accounts from different people, um, probably not one of the greatest to have in the locker room. Yeah, or in your personal life, sometimes. Yeah, but I have a I, have, I it's like there's a big fucking. There's that. a big blind spot for me for for people with that that level of competitive edge that I am willing to sacrifice pieces on this board. Yeah. It's like a game of chess for yeah. him. I'm willing to sacrifice pieces on this board just to make sure that when it comes to crunch time, that everybody here can be trusted to do their job. And that's what he did. He ran right. off a lot of the weak-minded players. Um you know what I mean? He 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 pushed you to a limit that you snapped, and then all of a sudden, when you snapped, you were now one of the guys. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's like, okay, we saw your breaking point, and you're still here. We respect that. Now let's go get these rings. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the that's that's the attitude that's, that I see it with. You have uh, to sometimes. And so yeah, you know what I mean? That that level of, of just competitive drive, I guess. You yeah, know, is what it is. And it, it it's like. I do that same I have that same concept in my personal life it's so, you You see the the players have, a lot of the players have done fallen off and some of the pieces have done been sacrificed but right the key players are still in it right because we're playing so you know that's even when we were thinking about that on the way over here you know and we're not going to go too deep on this um, but I was just thinking about you know, we may mention to it before, or may have hinted hinted at it before. We went through some crazy shit growing up. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like we put not not through. We weren't put through crazy shit. We put ourselves through some crazy yeah. shit. Yeah, growing up more than anything. Um, and a lot of our friends and a lot of people that we know, they didn't. They never got out of it. Like they got caught up so yeah. deep in it that they was like way out in the middle of the lake and we couldn't pull them back to shore. So they just right. got caught up. They're just out there bobbing around right now still. And I really had to think about it. Like right now we getting what you call slow money. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's good money. Mm-hmm. Uh, not from this. Y'all motherfuckers ain't supporting us enough. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> pass the but, talk or pass the shut up. Exactly. So, but we both get decent, decent money for work. Right. Right. We ain't starving. We ain't starving. But I thought about it and I was like, you know what? We're probably way better off right now with less actual cash value mm-hmm. than at some of these other points. But what we gave up in in cash, we we gained so much more in stability, in longevity, in Truth. um, uh, just overall opportunity. 
we can walk into places right now and get things that we couldn't get back then even though we had more money. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, it, and you understand that game and how it's, you know, a lot of people may have understood this game from a long time ago, but trust me, if we if we had understood this game from a long time ago, we wouldn't have had to go through the shit that we went through that got us here. Right. So, it's, you know, it's, it's a it's a I appreciate what I went through, like what I put myself through too though man. a lot of the times. Like and I I look at it too, like I was looking at I was thinking back what concert was it? <coughs> Remember when the big was that twenty thirteen when the was it a category five that came through OKC? Oh yeah. And yeah. you guys came out to Boise and we did that benefit concert yeah. to donate the money to people back there. Yeah. Um that, some of the funnest times of my life. Right. Some of the greatest relationships in my life were built during that period of time um but there's a lot of those people that are gone from there but we could have done a lot then if we were using these concepts that we're using today man could you imagine where we would have been today if we would have applied this then like i didn't know you could you could actually, you know, be legit and do all this nicely and Bruh. I mean speaking of which, shout out <laughs> shout out shout out to the homies from back then. Shout out because I know my man Weeze be listening in. What's yeah, up, Weeze? What's up, Weeze? Uh you know, and the rest of the crew, DJ Maz, Riddles, Everybody. Uh Reason, uh K Size, the Gully Brothers, like the whole the whole squad. Uh, uh, everybody. Uh, 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 uh Mr. Willis, uh, you know what I mean, uh, DJ D Rock, like we had the whole squad. Damn. Like it was, yeah, it was, it was a nice little thing. It was a nice little run we did, that we had. It was, it was some good times. I mean, and there, yeah, we met so many people during those times too. So it's many people nuts. that I want to forget too. Oh my oh, yeah. gosh, there's a lot of nights. There's so many people that I was like, why, why did I stay out on the sidewalk five minutes longer? I should have walked right. back to the car. <laughs> <laughs> now. No, I had to have one more shot, didn't I? <laughs> Man, it, I mean, it's like it's, so many people were just interchangeable, uh, you know, back then. And, you know, some people, you know, you, you don't realize how, you know, what type of impact that their, their brief presence may have had on you, positive or negative. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why, you know, you always got to say just watch and protect your energy uh, because some of those people didn't make it out of there, like you said. And, yeah. you know what I mean? We, we, we still... Uh, we still feel for them just as much, uh, if not more. You know, though, and it it, it is too. Like I think about them all. The, uh, I think about a lot of them all the time. But a lot of them, they keeping themselves there, and then bitching yeah. about it. I'm yeah. like, no, that ain't how it worked. Like that's why I got to get rid of you. Yeah. Like, like and I want to be. I want to be a hundred percent because there, there's. Well, I want to be a hundred percent clear. There's a difference between people who are still there. That are trying to still trying to figure it out, and people that are and stuck. people that are still there because they don't want to change to anything else. Because that's that's one of the things is is I'm not gonna blame you for that because most of the time it's fear mm-hmm. that motivates that. Um, however, I can I can chastise you for saying, "Hey, look around you. Everybody, you know what I mean. Everybody else was afraid too, and you just got to do it." So right. not going too deep on that. Anyway, speaking of interchangeable people, 
uh, we have a new VP candidate. Can you tell my enthusiasm behind that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Biden was just as happy to find out, too. Oh, my gosh. Oh. So, okay. Now, before we do this, before we do this, I want to separate two things. I want to separate my appreciation for the nod to a woman of color being nominated on a serious a serious yeah. campaign uh ticket uh that has a legitimate shot to win the White House. Um and I do want to acknowledge that. I just wish it would have been a different one. And I say the same thing <laughs> because uh, of the, about yeah, her that I said about it. yeah exactly because it's just like your well, your your record uh on some things is just kind of Questionable, uh, I would say, just when it comes to uh, how how you play ball and you play ball. I mean, and now now on the flip side of that, what did we expect somebody who, you know, speaking of playing ball, is mm-hmm. the umpire of the fucking game and Joe Biden? We didn't expect him to go out on a limb and yeah. pick anybody very you know very much leaning to the left uh, or anything or any further to the left. Yeah, uh, my. My personal uh, pick would have been, you know, still Bernie Sanders. Uh, I think that a Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders ticket would have shored up all of the votes that Joe Biden needed to unseat Donald Trump. Uh, And it would have been a landslide victory uh, if you would have added Bernie onto that ticket. Mm hmm. Um, the but like I said, they they weren't gonna go too far to the left, uh, and if they weren't gonna go with a surefire bet in Bernie Sanders and had committed to picking a woman, uh, specifically a woman of color, uh, you knew that looking at the field of what was available, Kamala Harris was the surefire yeah. uh, candidate. So, oh, yeah. like I said, this this VP announcement went off with a whimper. Uh, it's like you were telling us what we already, if you've been paying attention, what we already kind of knew. Uh, they've been saying Kamala Harris uh, for VP literally since the day after she fucking decided to end her campaign. And then Biden announced he would pick a woman. Yeah. And so you shortly after that, and you kind of, you saw the, you you can, you can see the camel and the car coming together. You saw it. Uh, If you were going to go that way, then my, my pick would have probably been a Nina Turner uh, or Stacey Abrams. Um, I could see a Stacey Abrams. She's she's a a little bit more of a centrist as well, but she has some good, uh, some good policy ideas. She kind of reminds me of Obama. I mean, he, he was, he was centrist when he needed to be. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was a good negotiator. Looking back on the Obama presidency, uh, when you ran Barack Obama versus John McCain, uh, I think that was the 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 two men actually that that Barack Obama ran against, John McCain and Mitt Romney. Mm-hmm. Um, I think were probably some of the few people on the right that were more Republican than Barack Obama. 
Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Looking back on his presidency, he's he did a lot of things that you could have gotten just from any Republican. Republican. As yeah. Well. yeah. There was nothing really outside of Obamacare that you know. It even mm-hmm. Obamacare was Romney care. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it was designed by it was Mitt designed Romney. by Mitt Romney. Yeah. There. Well, I don't know if it was, was it designed by him or just they followed. Well, by him his his in, administration in designed it and put it together, implemented right. it, and it worked great. Or it was Massachusetts, right? Was it Maryland or Massachusetts? One or two, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was one, one one of those M states on the East it's Coast. Massachusetts. <laughs> the uh, but anyway, he his 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 actions. Um, you you felt like, and, I don't, and this is not this is me speaking as a black man. Uh, there's a lot and of that black second people. Alien just kicked in. So right. Sorry, mm, it nice. just like hit the head. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, as a black person, you would have saw him. You would have wanted to see him do more for the black community, specifically uh, in, yeah. in some of the policies that he made, and you you never got that. Uh, and you know, it, it was one of those things that you know, yeah, hey, it was great. It was somebody that we can all still look at because he was he was a pretty he was a scandal free president for for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, nothing really bad that really happened under his watch that you can say he didn't handle in the best way that he he could. Yeah. Uh, maybe the team. PP deal, um, but the you know outside of that, you know the drone strikes were a big blemish. That's yeah. Uh, that, that my my biggest complaint about Obama was that the drone was, strikes was yeah. But see, that's the thing is and I can't I can't I, I never held Barack Obama for that. Well, go ahead. Well, because he ran on you know stopping the war and doing this, but at the same time, I appreciated that he didn't put boots on the ground. But the way we handled Libya was terrible. Um, we we should have never went after Gaddafi. That we'll was see. that was a that was a terrible mistake. Well, see, that's the thing. Um, Libya, we acted upon the interests of not only our own country but, but the, the, yeah. the world, the world the banking conglomerate. Yeah. We acted on their behalf. We were, say the we, were, we were, we were, we were simply the, the United States was simply the trigger man. They needed a Rothschild central banking system installed in Libya. Gaddafi said no, and and then countered. You know what happened? And then countered with his own, own bank, fucking yeah. uh, uh, African World Bank that would have been backed by all the resources on and underneath the soil yes. in Africa, including all of the oil, including all the diamonds, and would have made Africa. It would have. It would have. The it would have literally bankrupted the world country. economy as we know it. Yes, it, it would have. Or the richest continent would have been Africa. They're gonna hit us with a drone strike now. Oh, yeah. saying this. But um. But anyway, <laughs> th- not just the drone strikes there. Um. The other one was um. Do you remember uh, Officer Chris Stevens? Chris Stevens, L.A. You mean Chris Dorner? Or Chris Dorner. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, that whole that using missiles against American citizens for filing complaints against the police department and yeah, I, I, I don't think it was that. I mean, that's kind of a stretch. I mean, we got we got to remember at this point he had killed multiple people. <laughs> I it it's still it's unconstitutional. Okay. Check this it's, out. It's like it's like the people enforce. It's like cops enforcing the laws and then turning around beating the shit out of you. Okay, we cannot have iPhones that pay for shit with your face. 
and be cool with that mm-hmm. and not be cool with drone strikes on that's actually American a good soil point. is a different thing it's a good point but we cannot be cool with both of those things because both of them are an advancement mm-hmm in the technology, in the way that we do things, right? Correct. And when we advance technology, technology by design is to make things both more efficient and safer for human beings to be able to continue to produce things uh, while removing the uh, the safety element away from, you know what I mean, losing life or limb, you know what I mean, yeah. in the process of making said things. Um, and so we can't live in a world where we say we want to have cars that drive themselves, mm-hmm. but we don't want to have machines that fight our wars. Right. We have been moving towards this for a long time. We have. I am a United States Air Force veteran. Um, I enlisted in the year 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, and even back then, I was trained to work on the drones, um, the UAV Predator drones. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the same avion. I, I was trained mainly on the F-16 uh, airframe, but then they, uh, the avionics package on the a, uh, the the UAVs, the F-16s, uh, and I think the the Osprey and the F-117s all the same basic avionics package. <laughs> uh, so if you're trained on one, you're pretty much trained on all of them, right? Um. So even back then, like we we were already operational with these, and like I said, this is two thousand. So yeah. this is well before Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Had ever been to get mad at Barack Obama for using drones would be it, like to get mad at at. at oh, actually, no. Let me, let me let me walk that back. There's no reason to get mad at Barack Obama for using the drones because of what because you said. it was available. Not but just because it was available. Because every time you use that drone, You're that's keeping. on a risky mission. Well, not not every time. Well, for the most, most part, part, if you're, you're using a drone, you're not it's on a risky a mission that you do not that there's a high chance that if you send in a pilot in a, in, in mm. an airframe, that pilot is going to be shot down. Yeah. Some things you just got to use a robot to do. There was I just I I just think we should have stayed out but of it. My 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 is my, what I want. Well, my analogy was about to be would be like to say risking uh, or getting mad at Barack Obama for using a drone would be like getting mad at the chief of police for using a bomb robot. Right. It's but just, I get I get one of them has a different function. It's it's just the you know we should have I don't think we should have done anything with Libya. We should have left it the fuck alone. Um, and so it's it's not that I, I didn't hate Barack oh, yeah, Obama. De- definitely on Libya. Yeah, definitely. We um, could have got down with a new fucking form of currency. That shit would have meant nothing. Yeah. Come on, man. Do what? Some different people in power now? You mad? What? Because they, they got a darker skin tone. They this speak a different happens. language. This is what happens. They worship a different messenger. It happens every couple hundred years. Power exchanges. It's just normal right. so whatever it is it is what it is hey man so what you got this week for a uh oh, that's dope actually i got one real quick go ahead uh even though it's it's now met with a little bit of bad news mm-hmm. uh it's dope that new zealand just went uh like a hundred was 102 days straight with no coronavirus cases yeah 
they just had like four cases show up <clears throat> recently. Yeah. Uh, which means if you got four, you know, it's like roaches. Uh, if you got four, that means you got like 400. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you probably need to, you know, get people to continue to test, uh, figure out where they are and isolate those people. But good job, New Zealand, for, you know, actually fucking good listening to job. science. That's dope that a fucking country still listens to science. That's dope. Um, mine that's dope is tonight is the uh, Perseid meteor shower peaks after midnight. Oh yeah, the Perseid media shower every year in August, man. It's one of the greatest go media out, showers that you can see. Go out between midnight or it says all you have to do is go outside between about two a.m. and dawn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you'll see some shit. I bet you it'll be some dope ass pictures tomorrow on social yeah, media. You get to see so. the meteors and fireballs just yeah. streaking. Look for It'll that. Be Fifty look, to hundred an hour. Look, look for that in your fucking hashtags tomorrow. <laughs> Meteor shower. Uh, who raised you? Dude, I had one. What did I do with it? Um, I will let you go with yours for just just so, in ca- just in case you you have to say what I have because if you do have to say what I have, I'm does it have to do with something that. that I text you about in a hashtag? No, no. Okay, no. okay. So the people that are going around spewing these numbers and skewed facts, saying all these elite people are running this pedophile ring that was started by QAnon. Remember, it started with Oprah and Ellen. QAnon. <sighs> I want to throw up when I hear that. <laughs> um, so they start saying all these facts, uh, saying that Oprah was on house arrest and Ellen's on house arrest and. Tom Hanks fled the country to become a Greek citizen to not be arrested. Yo, yo. Bill Gates and them are all part of a satanic cult. I just want to say, Oprah being on house arrest is like me standing at the Venetian. Go ahead. <laughs> right. So, um, <laughs> she, uh, anyways, uh, this vicious QAnon rumor started. And so now everybody's all of a sudden a pedophile and a satanic that worships children or has sacrifices them to Satan and shit. Um, oh, that shit. Bill Gates was running at him and Melinda. And that was, you know, running for a couple of weeks. Damn it. But now, uh, Bill and Melinda Gates have a foundation called save the children, save the children. And it's to help children that are victims of being trafficked. Okay. Um, but these dumb motherfuckers were for two weeks calling, saying he was a satanic devil worshiper and sacrificing kids, and now they're joining the cause to bring notice to. They say that there's sixty six thousand five hundred children kidnapped a year into how sex do trafficking. They, how do they have the number correct? Well. I ran with that number. I looked these numbers up. Okay. So this is, that's, I was going to lead to a different story, but this was going to be my who raised you because <laughs> these idiots are hashtagging save the children, which leads to stories. It, it's supposed to be about the stories of victims, you know, that have gone through this. Right. But it's the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. But two the, weeks ago, he was. The well, same people that they say mm-hmm. are involved with the. Yeah. So who the fuck raised you? That's like a cell phone. It's, isn't it? Uh, I mean, that's, that's that's a pretty bad cell phone right there, isn't it? But I I did look these numbers up okay. from the United States, and um, it 
is where was it exactly <laughs> according to the state department between 2008 in 2017, an average of about 1,100 children were abducted from the U.S. to a foreign country. Wow. That's 345 a year. Okay, so they're just doing the math. Most of these cases, though, the cases that these people are they are saying um, abductions by strangers right. is so low, it's ridiculous man it, it it's crazy um where's that exact i was at this um i don't i don't care <coughs> i don't care what you decide that you want to believe in right right um but when it comes to the point where you just start making up shit or you get led through a bunch of made up shit mm-hmm. and you don't realize that it's a bunch of made up shit. These are the people that we should be like producing restrictive voting rights on. <laughs> it's like out of there's out of 30,000 cases of kidnapping. Yeah. It's like. 45 are by strangers. The rest are all by family. And it's normally a parental custodial kidnapping charge. Man. Um, However, there are like the, I mean, there are cases this happens, but now this has led to, we shouldn't have masks on kids because now they're becoming victims of sex trafficking. See, that's what I'm saying. Man, I don't, don't want to hear this shit. Yeah. These motherfuckers is out they goddamn mind. Who the hell raised you? <sighs> so, uh, my who raised you is, uh, actually, speaking of self-owns, Mr. Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Did you see this shit? Uh-uh. Okay, so, you've heard this new... Cardi B Meg The Stallion song um, I haven't or have you, heard have it you, have I you know heard about I it? heard about it doesn't it mean like wet ass pussy or something yeah it's like it's called WAP yes fellas are gonna drop a track called had uh, <laughs> here if, for, for those of you who haven't heard it I mean you, you should know by now we are not a safe for work uh, podcast or children uh, yeah but uh, if you do got the kids in the car you may want to bleep the ears or something real quick or just you know skip skip past this for about take my headphones off is that what you're <laughs> telling me but uh let's see here oh, oh, there's some hoes in this house 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 there's some Hey, I ain't gonna lie, she killed this shit. But what they trying to do? Sound like a male, and she's like female too short. up, nigga, catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I wanna ride. I do a giggle, what is inside? Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. Alright, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. 
Is there a video of this? No, oh, yes. No, oh, yes, there is. You got to pay for it? <laughs> no. You should have to. Wow. <laughs> that good, huh? There no. should be a version of this that you probably do have to pay for. <laughs> uh, it is uh, uh, Cardi B featuring uh, Meg The Stallion. They even have, uh, what's her name? What's the little the little Jenner girl? Kylie uh, yeah. Jenner. Yeah, she's in there, too. What's um, Kenner? Who? Which one's that? I don't know. It's one of the Jenner. That's why I just to say the Jenner girl. Whichever one you said first, I would say yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I just threw a name. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Ben Shapiro um, was reading, uh, I believe, on his either on his podcast or radio show or whatever he does. Um, there's a video of him reading these lyrics. Just reading them. Just reading them. Right? Just straight reading. Just stra- straight reading them off. Right. Ah, I want to. I don't want to. And so he shoots off a tweet on top of that. Oh no! And this is where the self own comes in. Now, according to uh, Mr. Shapiro, I want to quote him word for word here. As I also discussed on the show, my only real concern is that the women involved who apparently require a quote-unquote bucket and mop get the medical care they require. My doctor wife's differential diagnosis, bacterial vaginosis, yeast infection, or was it trichomonies, whatever, right? I don't know. But so basically what you're saying is that your doctor wife is telling you that she shouldn't have a wet ass pussy. So that means you, sir, are admitting (laughs) that you don't get your wife wet. (laughs) What a weird way to tell the world you don't know how to give a woman an orgasm. Or what a weird way to tell the world that you've never actually been in a pussy. Except the day you came out once, son. (laughs) I wonder, was it dry then? The memes, however, Uh my dude. I seen a meme Uh that broke me in the middle of the... uh, Dude, (laughs) in the middle of the motherfucking night, I don't know what the fuck I was doing on Twitter, but I saw a meme that literally broke me in the middle of the night, and it was fucking Patrick from Spongebob and oh, this motherfucker God. went down and then came up on, uh, like he went face down in the sand and then came up had a mouthful of sand and said Ben Shapiro when he eating his wife Ooh. oh I need it oh I did you, tell oh, me you saved it I didn't I couldn't it broke me <laughs> I'm gonna make that my wall picture it broke me you know what fuck it I'm gonna make it our <laughs> backdrop for this face group Aww. for our Facebook page we gotta do it uh, so uh, for oh, I'm not I'm not gonna get into what that man uh, does or doesn't do in the bedroom. That is not my business. And if he just happens to be a man who's married, who's never actually had sex with a woman before, uh, for whatever reason that may be, I do not judge him for that. However, what I do judge him for is for being this cocky little prick on on, on TV or on YouTube and in his podcast and shit all the damn time. Um, and not having the wherewithal to realize what you just said to the world. Uh, so for that, who the fuck raised you, Ben? Who the fuck who raised? Who the fuck you? raised you, Ben? 
Oh man, oh. I hate that little arrogant. There's prick. some holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. <laughs> that shit. Was... I kind of want to hear the rest of that track. I'm not gonna lie. Right, let's go. It was kind of popping. I mean, fuck you, Ben Shapiro. We're gonna play the whole thing. Fuck it, we might play it again. Big Mac truck right in this little garage. Make it cream, make me scream. I like the beat. Right. Hey, watch, watch, Meg come on this shit ripping. But let me tell you, I got this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. Jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell him where to put it. Never tell him where I'm about to be. I run down on him before I have a nigga running me. Talk your shit. Bite your lip. Ask for a call while you ride that dick. Why you really ain't never got him fucking for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get your boots, hang your coat. Fuck this wet ass pussy. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet ass pussy. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet ass pussy. Now make it rain if you want to see some wet ass pussy. Look, I need a hard hit. I need a deep stroke. I need a handy drink. I need a weed smoke. Not a garden snake. I need a king. Corporate with a hook in it, hopefully lean over. He got some money, then that's where I'm headed. Pussy A1, just like his credit. He got a beer when well, I'm trying to wet it. I let him taste it, now he diabetic. I don't want to spit, I want to go. Hey, yo, I just want to point out that playing wet ass pussy coming off a segment about Kamala Harris is fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That was really uh, that was that was a crazy arc for this first part of the show, but whatever, man. We go. <laughs> hey. Hey, real talk though. Um, this meme is hidden. That fucking even uh, I'm having difficulties finding it. Are you? Yeah, and the I'm usually Bob, like the king. Uh, the Patrick, of it. Patrick, yeah, uh, I'm usually like the first motherfucker that seems memes. Like they come from the factory to me. Man, you gotta type in like Patrick Ben Shapiro. I I am. That's that Patrick Ben Shapiro meme. Uh, oh. Yeah, because I don't know the guy's name. I was saying SpongeBob. <laughs> the uh, I bet y'all can find it right now. No, no, almost. Anyway, uh, what do you think about that fucking VP debate, though? Think about that now. Kamala Harris. It's gonna be Kamala Harris versus um, Pence. Mike Pence. She is going to eviscerate Donald Trump, but Pence is not going to be able to. Five, well, they're they're not. You know how. Well, think about this. You're not going to have an audience. That was one of the things that Trump was able to uh, manufacture a lot of support behind uh, in in last the last uh, campaign. But now, when you take out that crowd, that crowd taking out that crowd does something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it takes out a it, it 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 takes away the reaction. Uh, I want to I want to attach it to like how we view things through the television, right? Mm-hmm. We view things through the television as bigger than they are because they're amplified. They're always giving us a different perspective that we never would have had so we feel like it's going to be it's way bigger than you know what I mean what our normal frame of view allows us to see right mm-hmm. it's a portal if you would you have a um a certain attachment to the way things happen in a place where that is packed with a lot of people especially in a live setting whether it be sports right mm-hmm. like if fucking whatever happens on the court when it when that crowd goes crazy, if you're a fan of that team, you're going crazy too. Right. You know what I mean? It's like you have a connection to what's going on there. Right. And so I think that also would play into a presidential debate. People on one side or the other 
uh, are, are always going to have their attachment to whoever they're going with, right? Already locked down. So it's the people in the middle that you really are aiming for, right? Right. So if the people in the middle are hearing a bunch of fucking cheering every time one candidate says something and, you know, nothing when the other candidate does, how do you think that's going to come off to them? Like, man, you know, this guy, the, 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 when he kept hitting Hillary Clinton with them little extra lines. During that debate, yeah, she said, "Oh, if you would, if, if if what did she say? Something, something. Uh, if if uh, if Donald president were Trump, uh, were, were, or Donald Trump became president, then something, something, something. He was like, you'd yeah, be, in, you'd be jail. in jail. I was cracking up laughing. Right, we were la- at my house watching that. That has my old an house. impact. Laughing. Yes, that has an impact because yeah. people went nuts in there. They did. Us included. Right, we thought it was funny. So." Having that crowd in there, I think, has an impact. Uh, and I think not having that crowd in there and just having people have to stand up to one another on the on the merits, I think this election could be more persuaded uh, to one side or another by the vice presidential debate just as much as the presidential debate. I think both of these guys are some lumbering oaths. Um <laughs> And and I think both of them are going to make some horrible mistakes and gaffes, and and it's going to give each either side ammunition one way or one way or the other, right? Mm. But I think this vice presidential debate, I think that's where one side is going to be able to hold the other side accountable for their misgivings. Yeah. So we'll see how that turns out. Uh, man, you see the news? Uh, what's that? <clears throat> Pac-10 and the or Big Ten and the Pac-12 announcing uh, they are canceling all fall or canceling or postponing all fall sports um, to include college football. Mm-hmm. Uh, so down go two of the major conferences in college football. Uh, uh, I think they're all pulling out, aren't they? I mean, how can you not? Yeah, it's it's done. Like, I think it's done, right? We, it's how stupid you, not to. Because at this point, one, how if two of the major conferences that are determined uh, who's going to play for that national championship every year mm-hmm. are not even participating, how do you decide a national champion this year? Like, do you have enough time to read no. the rules in a way that everybody agrees? Do you bring two lower conferences up? Just if wait. you do, if you do that, then you run the risk of those players getting hurt playing against calibers of teams that they are or not sick. used to. Play. Yeah, or sick, and end up spreading it all across the country from teams traveling. Yeah, how do you travel with that? Yeah, it's just best not to. So I get it. Put the money. Let me get. Let me tell you something. The success of our country is not a reflection of the stock market. It's quite the opposite. I started to say this and I think I said it last episode or maybe the episode before man just slow down everybody just slow the fuck down enjoy it we fucked it up the first time we are being asked to sit at home we're not asked to go to war or nothing we're asked to sit at home and binge watch TV we can do this at the very least we're asking people when you go out and you're going to be around other people, wear a mask. Wear a mask. That's it. 
Don't be a dick. Don't be a fucking dick. It's time to smoke. This really is time to smoke. Let's hit some Royce on or something. Oh, oh. no, I got, I got, I got one for you. You got WAP lined up. Mm-mm. <laughs> we got to get dead president heads on here. Uh, close. From Tressa Shooter. Hold on. Yes. Yes. Yep. Gotta go back a little bit. Welcome to the Jay Z Extravaganza. I'd like to introduce my band right now. Just Blaze and the Blazettes. <laughs> right now, I want you to. Get I just want to say I'm gonna I'm gonna make a case no, one really. day for why this is. We're gonna we, this may even take up a whole episode. Touch the untouchable, break the unbreakable, shake the unshakable. It's how we make it. I'm gonna make a case as to why this is one of his best albums ever. I was just listening to this album today. Look, they say your midge are standing on a giant show that can see much further than a giant. So I got the whole rap world on my shoulder. They trying to see further than I am. And I have been trying to be patient with their preoccupation with David and Goliath. Goliath. But sooner or later, that pace is gonna run its course, and I'm forced to be a tyrant. Be a tyrant. But me and tyrant coming through your environment. Iron mask, nigga. Iron gas, nigga. I am back with the team. No iron that. ROC, y'all not iron that. Y'all don't see clearly cause the rain ain't gone. The dynasty, no, not Ming, but Sean's Dame Kareem's. Nigga, it's the gangster team. Stop your run, one of the reasons that they call us gang green. The other reason we got a gang of green. If there's better, it getting cheddar that remains to be seen. Can't touch the untouchable, break the unbreakable, shake the unshakable. It's holy, baby. Can't see the unseeable, reach the unreachable, do the impossible. Man, if you wasn't if you wasn't outside during this album, you don't understand it. I'm so far ahead of my time, I'm about to start another life. Look behind you, I'm about to pass you twice. Back to the future, gotta slow up for the present, I'm fast. Niggas can't get past my past. How they propose to deal with my perfect present? When I unwrap the gift and the curse in one session, ain't no living person could test them. Only two resting in heaven could be mentioned in the same represent. Seven straight summons critics might not admit it, but nobody in rap did it. Quite like I did it, if you did it, I've done it before. You get it, I had it. Got mad at it and don't want it no more. And that goes for everything from flipping that raw, flipping hard, flipping both. Who calls? Don't get it twisted, get it right. Did it different, did it better, did it nice, did the impossible, then did it twice. Get it right. Can't Touch the untouchable, break the unbreakable, shake the unshakable. Can't see the unseeable, reach the unreachable, do the impossible. It's holy, baby. Yep. Hobie's home, the global phone, the world is back in order, the number one rap recorder is back. You cats overfelt yourself, you couldn't help yourself. Now witness the real for real. In my absence, cats get absent-minded. Now it's time to rewind and remind of why I'm in the position that I am changing the game again. The Bell Madonna, well, after I'm gone, Bell Honor. History in the making, pistol heat, lead competition shaking without missing the beat. Chasing a hi hat all over the track, the snare is scared of the air and hair. Boom. And plus, I get paper, dog, don't let me forget. The watch face so blue, like it's holding his breath. Can't see me skill for skill, the check for check. It's the bow tie flow, dog, I bring it to your neck. Live and direct, I will bring it to your set. I 
That's funny as shit. Oh man, fucking Ellen's been taking a beating lately, man. Oh, Jesus, you know I don't like her, and there's plenty of reasons to not like her. Like what's come out in the lawsuits and shit. Like to make this other shit up about her, though, it's just ignorant. Oh, what what, what did they make up? The save the children shit. Oh yeah, that shit too. She's in that too. Yeah, she's one of the ones on house arrest supposedly. Oh wow. Well, um, yeah, you know. Can't feel too bad for a lot of people uh, if you know some of the things that you have happened to. Uh, if you act like a big piece of shit, karma's gonna come around and you know get you. Something. If you. If you happen to get yourself into that situation, then you know, hey, you gotta kind of deal with it. Uh, dude, Kanye was 14 seconds too late. It looks like <laughs> <laughs> trying to file, and I believe it was Wisconsin. Um, Didn't he put out a new album? Either he did put out a new or album did he or he's about it? to. Uh, Rep Omar uh, won renomination tonight. Who? Rep Omar. Oh, really? Yeah, she won renomination. The. Uh, see, Kanye put out. It was a single, latest release back in. It was the end of June, so no, he hasn't dropped a new album yet. God, she she beat her opponent fifty seven to thirty nine percent. So, um, but no, we uh, we got we got to at some point we got to admit that this kind this whole Kanye thing is just a scam. It's got to be. I don't I don't think it's a scam in the way of like making some money scam. It's a no, scam in the way of yeah. uh, well, they, they it's been reported that they say it was uh, I think set up by the Republican Party to get take votes from siphoning Biden. up all votes from Biden. Yeah, um, do they really think that wouldn't take votes from people that supported him first? I don't think anybody that would take the time to show up and vote. I almost fucking a, hope Kanye wins pan- now. Well, I don't think anybody <laughs> that would show up to vote in a pandemic. Would waste a vote on Kanye West. I thought you were voting for Kanye two episodes ago. Well, we got mail in voting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have to show up anywhere. I do that shit in my living room. Oh, shit. Um, I think they even give you a little a little sticker, too. Don't they send you a sticker in the, in the envelope? Yeah, you get that little sticker I voted you can wear. Yeah. Did, did you see Trump's comments on the pandemic? No, which one? Oh, the ones he's talking about at the end of the war, end of World War Two. Yeah, mentions nineteen seventeen. Yeah, so people put they put it on Facebook and said, "Could you imagine if Donald Trump had said this and put Biden's picture on there?" 
<laughs> and it's like, and all these people are like, oh my God, I can't believe Biden said that. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. that was Trump. Yeah. So, um, but honestly, I think we kind of owe Kanye an apology. Seriously. We owe him an apology. Continue. Well, I'm going to let Kanye talk for himself just for a moment here in the way that Kanye knows how to express himself better. Because I've said before, Kanye says shit sometimes that I think he does not. He's he's trying to say one thing, but he says it in a different way. He's not the best communicator when it comes yeah, to and I get expressing his feelings, but he, he, he he's a genius when it comes to expressing it through his music. And here's just one example. There was a uh, You remember this song Off a of Ye album Yeah God I feel I couldn't Have you waiting up So Put a fly in my wrist You made pretty women Out of my skin <coughs> And I don't feel like Man I know you ain't Now think about what he's going through today own, I said halfway I said slavery a choice, they said hi, yay Just imagine if they caught me on a wild day Now I'm on 50 plus, getting 50 calls My wife calling, screaming, say we about to lose it all Had to calm her down cause she couldn't breathe Told her she could leave me now, but she wouldn't leave Now think about that They say build your own, I say house way I say slavery a choice, they say how, yay Now I want to just break that real quick. Yeah. Um, I don't believe when we look at the the scope of the world today, and we say, and if you if you don't get it by now, I'm using Kanye mm. to illustrate something about today. And we we actually may owe, owe Kanye an apology at the end of this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, you're never gonna get equality for some from someone that you have to ask for it, right? You know what I mean? Like, I get it. We're out in the streets. We're protesting, and all that, making your voices heard. Let them know, hey, we will shut shit down while shit is shut down. We will keep shit shut down. But we'll even shut that shit down, right? At the end of the day, you are still not going to get equality from anybody that you have to ask to give it to you. Because if you have to ask them, then that means they're all, they're most likely in a position to where they have a vested interest in you and things not being equal. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you look at that, what options do you have? Do you continue for generation after generation after generation after generation after generation to continue to ask for equality? To continue to ask for things to be even? To continue to ask people to make room for you? To continue to ask for a position at the table? Or do you just go into practicing things that we already know to be even 
even in the playing field, uh, such as group economics, we start taking our skills that we're learning a lot of times in these low-end jobs mm-hmm. that we end up being the guy in the office or in the shop or in the warehouse or in the wherever that does your work plus probably your supervisor's work and your manager's work too. That's a skill, bro. It is, and you got to learn how to use it. Got to learn how to apply that shit to something that you can go into and either own or be a partner with somebody. They need, you know what I mean, in in, in order for people in our community to start doing business with one another, we're going to need places to warehouse things. We're going to need our own shipping routes. We're going to need everything that we don't have a bias uh, uh, or we have biases holding us back from from the top levels of. We're going to need those things. And so all of us that are working in these positions could easily just switch that shit up. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is my point, you're not going to get equality from anybody that you have to ask for it. Therefore, you must become equal. Mm -hmm. You must make a choice to weather the storm to set up a system that makes you gives you equity in this country on this land fuck this country fuck the borders fuck the political borders on this land stolen it's it's all stolen anyway it's fucking crazy isn't it so when I go back to they say build your own I say how sway Kanye's speaking for the people he's not speaking for himself he's built his own shit yeah you think Kanye is saying how to, in order to how to build your own shit, look at what Kanye has done. Fuck out of here, you Twice. you crazy if you think he's crazy when he's when he's saying that. They say build your own. I say how sway. How you how do you teach that to these people? Mm-hmm. Right. I say slavery a choice. They say how yay. Because I understand how to take and build. I understand how to create a product and make it tangible, right? I understand how to maneuver shipping lanes with this fashion shit. I understand how to, you know what I'm saying? And so Kanye is coming from that point. So when he's saying that shit to a crowd of people, it don't come off that way because niggas is not thinking that. But when it comes to Kanye putting that shit in his music and you understanding what was going on and then having the presence of mind to understand or unravel it. Mm-hmm. Okay, two bars in. I think we kind of owe Kanye an apology for one thing already. <laughs> I get what you were saying, yay, but let's go Let's go forward. Just imagine if they caught me on a wild day. <laughs> he said I wasn't even tripping that day <laughs> yeah. when I said that shit. Now I'm on 50 blogs getting 50 calls. My wife calling, screaming, stop. (coughs) My wife calling. That means she ain't next to me. Mm -hmm. She's gone. He been telling you for a minute, yo, we ain't. Uh, The song is about I told her to leave and she wouldn't leave. Mm -hmm. But she did leave because she's not here physically with me. Mm Mm-hmm. She just didn't leave me yet. Yeah. My wife calling, screaming, say we about to lose it all. 
we about to lose it. No. <laughs> you are Kim fucking Kardashian. <laughs> mm-hmm. You drop Kanye, your net worth probably doubles. He's a risk financially. Not, not, not that he's a risk because the, she people like her She's will always get the sympathy. Empire. Yeah, she will always get the sympathy mm-hmm. bounce back. Right. And because Kanye is such a polarizing figure mm-hmm. both ways. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. He's, She's the, you know, oh, goody two shoes in the public right. eye when we all know how these people operate. They're just like me and you, and they run around like skanks around here that we know, and it's the same shit. There's drama people, and these just people have to have a lot of fucking money. So he says, my wife calling, screaming, say we about to lose it all. Had to calm her down. I had to calm her down. Mm-hmm. Cause, Cause she couldn't breathe Told her she could leave me now But she wouldn't leave I told her you can go <laughs> You can leave me You're already not here with me You can go He bent all these rumors that came out recently Talking about oh, Kanye And, and, and you know been saying he wants a divorce From Kim Carter This ain't new This nigga told you this shit This motherfucking song He's been saying Right he's he been, been saying this out. shit This song came out what a couple years ago I feel bad for him Like so, do, Being in his position what, I'm, what my point is Is sometimes You get You get the better part of somebody In their element um, with Kanye I think uh, what we're seeing from him now uh, a lot of it is probably gearing up for this album to drop right mm-hmm. um, I don't know what Kanye is going to drop on an album <laughs> if he's if if he is he everyone is he full on Trump like is he full on Trump no are we going to get a MAGA rap album no I mean think about this Kanye Megastar right What's the most Polarizing thing right now The controversial thing right now Coronavirus So Kanye's gonna flip that somehow with this He always does you The confederate flag He did it with Jesus <laughs> He <laughs> did it with the MAGA hat He did He. he that's what he does Like He's a fucking genius. So, and, and I love Kanye do you think because he, he's you, a genius. Do you think he's going to win his lawsuit? Which one? The, the one, the one in uh, was it Wisconsin? They were suing to the, see. To, they said that technically, they said that he turned in his application or he fi- he he showed uh, up to file his application fourteen seconds late. Yeah, and the rules say you must have your application turned in. No later than 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. on this day, mm-hmm. and at that point they said, "Well, he was there at 5 p.m. and 14 seconds, and so 5:01 is later than 5 p.m." And they're arguing to say that the seconds in between a minute doesn't make him late. In the business world, it does. I think he'll lose. I don't know. Um, it, he'll lose in in the business world. It does because by a certain time means it has to be there exactly <laughs> like seventeen hundred, like no later than. And uh, I've 
you know, experienced this where there's that, I forget, there's that transmittal delay and you're working on a project real hard. Yeah. It's got a deadline, but you're, you're, you're reviewing that thing as long as you can, that contract, because you want to make sure you've crossed the T's, dotted the I's, fucking caught any little thing off surprise because you want to, you know, be hit by something. Right. Um, People pay a lot of money for contract lawyers. Yeah. And they're worth it. Um, I've sent it for my email at, you know, 9.55 and it's due by 10, which in my eyes, that's plenty of time. But I've had people reply. It came at 10 o'clock. It was officially, technically, I should throw the bid out. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah you need, you need to start sending this shit about 9 30 huh yeah and so now <laughs> like i do that and i get it like i start going way before yeah you go now i'm more efficient at my job so i can i get it done i try to get shit done the day before dude um what you got for uh re-up so um i did and i know it's like being a dead horse but it's ammon bundy Ammon. So I, I did say Black I couldn't find anything Bundy. that he didn't, why he didn't go to the protest or if he did go. Right. He didn't go. Um, he did not. No, but I can't bag on him for this at all. Um, But at the same time, you need to experience what we see, you know, um, he said that he was going to do it, but he decided not to attend the rally, citing concerns about potential violence from fellow patriots who have criticized his stance on the issue. He said, anyone who doesn't understand his support for the movement must have a problem. You must have a problem in your mind if you think that somehow the Black Lives Matter is more dangerous than the police. You must have a problem in your mind if you think that Antifa is going to take your freedom. I mean... And he went but on... But they have all the armies, right? He went on blaming conservative talk show hosts, adding a negative con- uh, connotation to certain key phrases like defund the police, which he says is the right thing to do, is defund them, but... um yeah, seeing how you know he's posting Antifa and Black, it, it's. I'm telling you, we should we should re, we we should rebrand defund the police. It should be we should we should call it expand the police. It tracks way better. It it attracts way better, but I think you I think the message behind that is a little weird. I don't think it is. Because we're not trying to expand the police. We're trying yes, we to are. we're trying to advance social services and initially other no, services, initially we right? are okay so take a look at the history of anything yeah. anything started off as a bureau uh, as a uh, a division within a bureau oh yeah the right FBI. Uh, <laughs> even even parts of the military the air yeah. force started from the army. army yeah the marines came from the navy mm-hmm. right and that's a whole separate branch of service. That's just how shit works. And so if you look at the platform as expand the police, so let's cut down the number of cops and increase the number of specialists, mm-hmm. pair it up with cops Yeah, that respond to some of these calls. Mm-hmm. 
the the specialized let let the police continue to police as they police uh in other areas but mm-hmm. then now we 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 attach certain types of training uh and and continual and training you're... well no that's the thing continual training mm-hmm. to that budget yeah you want to get more money cool this is how you're going to spend it you're going to spend it by offering do you know most of these police departments they go through the police academy um, which I believe is what about six mm. months on average I believe I could look that up but um, the uh, God we're losing this right. ID damn intern the uh, you get police academy training you know, I want to say like three to six months and then you go to a uh, uh, kind of an on-the-job training that's a lot, a lot more lengthy. It's 400 um, hours in Oregon, 16 four, weeks. 400 hours in Oregon, six, 16 weeks. So that's roughly right under four months. Yeah, you're <clears> given <throat> a dorm room, but you're not required to stay there during the week or weekends. However, study time is at a premium, premium and has suggested new officers use the time wisely. So you get a... Um, Four months. Uh, it's thirteen to nineteen weeks average across the country. Thirteen to nineteen weeks average. So what? Eighteen weeks would be, um, or no, sixteen weeks would be four months. Four months. So you know, we're looking at close to five months on the high end. So yeah, between three to six months. Um, and then you've got a link, a lengthier on the job uh, portion of that training right mm-hmm. but then after that what was left what do you get after that I don't think there's I don't, I'm sure there's something but I guarantee you they're not getting like continued diversity training they're not getting continued um, use of force training they're not getting continued de-escalation tactic training like not when i say continuing i mean yeah you know every month you've got a training yeah it's it's weird because you know every other like a stylist a beautician every year they got to recertify they got to take tests they got to do all sorts of shit in order just to drive a, a vehicle yeah, you know I mean, what I mean. You you have you have to be able to go and prove yourself at at some point, and then uh, you know continue to renew that every year, barring right. that you don't go out there and start fucking drinking and driving all over the damn road and get your shit snatched. Fix poverty, and we'll fix ninety nine percent of crime. You get uh, as a, a police officer certified one time get you know yeah an extensive amount of training as it compared to getting a damn driver's license yeah of course but after that what did you get to renew your certification every year or every every time it comes up for for, for renewal do you have to prove that you can still shoot a gun do you have to prove that you've gotten uh mental help for things that you may have experienced while on the job you know that's another big thing um you know how are all these things affecting these officers that have been out there for five years 10 years 15 years is there a certain point where we take them off the streets because they've seen so much in some places imagine what a 15 year veteran on the streets of chicago has seen 
after 15 years mm-hmm. what they've seen. You think that person don't need some type of counseling? Oh, yeah. But I bet you there's a lot of 15 year veterans on the force that are still on the street that don't see a shrink, mm-hmm. that don't see a, a therapist. So. But to me, so we know the origins of the police. But slave catches? Yeah. So if even if you stick with some type of policing system, right? Like you're saying, expand the police, how you're if using police to me like okay you take areas that are heavily crime ridden right and if you could see it I'm doing the yeah. the quotes the air quotes um, like <laughs> quote Chicago unquote, quote unquote like Chicago um, we know that those are limited to small sections of neighborhoods Right. Right. You're talking like a 12 block radius in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, it's, it can it can spill out of there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and it does just like with anything. You have it spill over. Right. It's like you open a beer and you the it's gonna you keep pouring beer into it. It's gonna foam up and over. But imagine if instead of bitching about this, now here's. Instead of sending in police and the military into places, what if we take that money that we were going to spend all that on and revitalize the neighborhoods, put streetlights in, help these people, put the money into education systems in those neighborhoods? Do you think that might help? And then you could eliminate? No. Oh. No. I don't think that alone could help. I don't even think that alone could put a dent in it. Because if you think there's not a lot of people out here that are already raising money and shit, that are donating a little thing, you can't... There's, there's there's certain problems you can't fix by throwing money at. No, but we can fix neighborhoods and we can fix poverty. Yeah, you can do that. And then what? What do you mean? Do the people that own, own anything in that neighborhood... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about is completely give it back to those people. No, I'm saying like, do those people in that neighborhood currently own anything there? Most of them oh, don't. Most of them don't, no. They're renting. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Or they're on some type of housing. On housing or rent. Right. Because nobody, nobody lives in a war zone. Understand this. Nobody lives in a war zone by choice. Mm-hmm. Understand this. Nobody lives in a war zone by choice. So... Um, you can throw money into it and this is why I say that because I've seen what happens yeah I'm not talking just go in and I've seen what happens when they come through and they fix the sidewalks mm-hmm. and they put some nice new street lamps up and uh, that there's no ownership yeah nobody in there nobody in that area is benefiting from that mm-hmm. Um. so no, what you what I believe you have to do is you literally have to leave the owners where they are, the generational owners, 
But everybody else, pull them out the hood. You got to pull them out. You got to hit the fucking eject button. How do you do that? With a great parachute. Without ripping apart families. You know, no, you bring the whole family. And do what? You, 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 You put them somewhere. You set them up with some type of stability. You have to do like a volunteer program first, or you think people would sign up? For no, something I like think that? people. I think if you give, if I think if you give people the opportunity just to go back, we'll, we'll get there in a minute. Hold on, let me, finish, <laughs> let me finish that first off. The you take them out the hood, you literally integrate them into other parts of society, because at the end of the day. If we talking about we want to be equal, mm-hmm. we all interchangeable anyway, right? And if we all have equal means, there's not a, there's not a reason why all of us need to live necessarily on top of one another that of, of the people that we have to rely upon because if we all have equal means to be able to mm-hmm. move around and maneuver, shit, it didn't matter where we live at. We could always get to our people. It's true. So, if you tried this experiment, you are you you start to become who you're surrounded by, right? Mm-hmm. Who you're surrounded by constantly has a, oh, I think yeah. a big determination yeah. on who you are as a part of that unit. Oh yeah, that's guaranteed. That. So if we start surrounding everybody with everybody, mm-hmm. it starts to change who we are. Not fundamentally, not culturally, not identity-wise, but just in the way that we function, in the way that that, that we see things when we have different experiences, right? Mm-hmm. One of the, one of the craziest things that I, I, I whenever I move to a new area is for me going to check out the local grocery store. Yeah, it's weird. It it, it it's funny, huh? But you can tell. After seeing so many, which grocery stores are in better areas? Uh-huh. Uh, you can tell what type of area you're in mm-hmm. by the grocery store, mm-hmm. right? If you go in and the, the, the floor is dusty, well, you in a blue collar area. Mm-hmm. Work boots is tracking in there. Go to Safeway right up here. Right. Go to Safeway down over totally different right it's way nicer over there (laughs) and then you got the ones that you walk in and the fucking floor is just shiny polymer (laughs) right (laughs) and you think is this shit new did they just build this motherfucker (laughs) why is the floors not all dusty and shit that's like the Fred Meyer right here and then when I go to the one down by y'all's place I'm like oh my god this thing's nice two stories and shit yeah it's crazy right and so but that's one of the determining factors of of what I see uh, in that Fred Meyer that you're talking about. If you think about it, look at that neighborhood that's right across the street from that Fred Meyer. Mm-hmm. There's a neighborhood just across two twenty third there. It's, yeah. You, if you don't if you don't look over there, it's it's got like it's got like a big fence yeah, around it's got it. Got the big white yeah. bear, uh, wall, the sound wall yeah. to stop all the traffic. Exactly. Noise. And so. Uh, 
Yeah, I thought it was a trailer park at first. No, that's and then a, that's I drove a, in that's there. That's a nice ass neighborhood. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah. So uh, a couple of really nice spots over there. So that store is going to be nice. Oh yeah, those houses are like what six seventy five. Yeah. So the um, the point is that that well, my, my point was I, that's how I would always tell. Um, uh, what type of area that you know what I mean we we looking at like let's go by the grocery store mm-hmm. you know what I mean is this a nicer area or not <laughs> I could tell there's a bunch of hillbillies living this motherfucker right and you know sometimes that actually would be the better look uh, depending that's on that's why I like the Fred Meyer and Sandy sometimes <laughs> yeah. hey when that when the when the toilet paper shortage first hit yeah all these motherfuckers were waiting in line in town in here I told Lita it was Friday night I said, let's go out to Sandy. Drove out there, no line. But guess what? No fucking toilet paper. None. None. Damn. We just got a big ass, uh, I think I got a big, that big ass 20 something roll. Yo, know, Fred Meyer tried to charge me twenty four ninety nine yesterday for a 20 pack of their Kroger toilet paper. And I told them to stick it in their ass. <laughs> Man, this shit's getting crazy out here. It's, 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 Two things we're going to be known for 2020, coronavirus and toilet paper. Bro, I've been waiting for rubbing alcohol three you, months. You it's supposed it to be Kobe. here next week. Kobe, man. Kobe should have been the thing that we still... We should have still been... If th- if this shit had been done right, we'd probably be in the NBA Finals right now watching the Lakers versus the Bucks. Finals be going. Baseball be going. Man... Football springs season be gone. People be going crazy. Dude, it's going to be a long time. Um, the numbers have started to dwindle down because, well, the reporting has changed. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the president is playing a shell game with executive orders and, and you know, legal uh, ability. And... Right now, Congress still hasn't figured out shit. So, uh, like we said, the economic, we knew, we knew a long time ago the economic impact of this shit was going to be crazy. And now it's like looking like it's going to get even worse. Like, we're going to have to do another stimulus just to keep the economy from crashing. How much is that going to cost? You know, maybe we shouldn't have given companies $500 billion to buy their own stocks to lose it all. Maybe we should have gave that, you know, to us. I mean... And here's the cool thing. This new executive order that second stimulus or the payroll tax freeze. Yeah. Yeah. You dumbasses realize we got to pay it at the end of the year. It's a tax relief. And the only way to undo it is what his he's saying is elect me as president. And the first thing I'll do is I'll remove that and I'll sign uh, to make it a cut and not a relief. But the only way you'll, you won't have to pay taxes on it is if you elect him. If I was Joe Biden, I'd just come where I'd be like, I'll do that too. <laughs> like that's at this point all you gotta be to Joe Biden is hey, yo. like Yo Yeah, that's easy. I'm I'll be president. 
Yeah, I could <laughs> do that myself. Yo, for real, I I straight up if I, if I'm Joe Biden's campaign, I'd be like, yo, if he if he says that in a fucking debate, I just look over at him, just straight up, and then look back at the look back at the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do that too. <laughs> Shit, would just you like look that. At that. My hand works. I could sign <laughs> just like that, and just 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 let it be a mic drop moment. Right. Just look right back at the camera. Do you, yeah, I do that too. Do you think Barack's gonna be like in the back, like coaching Biden for the debates, like straightening I his collar not. and shit? I hope not, because we need Crazy Joe. We need Crazy Joe in the debates. Because you know, if if Barack's there, Biden's gonna try to be so Yo, much on his I best don't... behavior at the debates. But if he doesn't have him right there, he's just gonna be like, "Fuck you." I don't think anybody can. <laughs> Donald Trump is like the. You're gonna kill people's ears with that. Uh, oh god. The uh the Donald Trump is like the 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 boss that you find at the end of some, you know, video game levels. Um he is like I mean, in, in, on a debate stage, I don't know too many people that can beat Donald Trump. No. On a debate stage, because he doesn't play Joe by Biden. the same rules as you do. Joe Biden gave him a run. He's it's like it's like it's like fighting the Joker. Donald Trump Don't is the compare. Joker on a fucking debate stage. He, he, he he's awkward. He comes from crazy different angles. You don't know if All he's right. gonna pull out a gun and shoot you, a knife and stab you, or a bomb and try to blow you up, or eat his own shit, <laughs> or yeah, or just fucking <laughs> shit the bed and, and, and piss himself and get caught up again. Like yeah. you don't know he's gonna. It's, he's unpredictable. Um. So. We need Crazy Joe to deal with Crazy Don on the debate stage. That's why I say the VP debate is going to do more to <sighs> helping people decide which way, which camp they're going to vote for. Because let's be let's be understood, this is a two person per ticket election. This is not a yeah. one president uh, with a a weak VP. Like the VPs are very strong pieces in this whole uh, package thing this time around. So. Um, well, because it, now more than ever, we look at a president and say, eh, "This guy could die." You know, I mean, <laughs> and this could be the person that we have running our country. So, so we got to make sure we pick the right package deal. You know, Trump's been saying he's going through branches of government and little uh, bureaus and getting rid of the fat. Yeah. So when. What do you think he's gonna do when he goes to Oval? He looks at the actual his administration. And goes, you know what? What the fuck does Pence he do? I don't know. Pence keeps him out of a lot of shit, but he ends up stepping in a little bit of it every once in a while. Like he doesn't get <laughs> he doesn't get two feet in the shit, but he usually gets like yeah. like the outside of the heel and shit. Like yeah. that's like one of the worst places. Because and then tracks it a little. Yeah, bit. you know exactly. Like he trying to trying to hide that he stepped in the shit exactly and just makes a big fucking mess all over the white carpet yeah, exactly and doesn't realize yeah, yeah doesn't realize until yeah. he gets it it's it's it's, it's up yeah. in a little crevice right there like, yeah, yeah you get it like, all out who 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 walked in shit in the carpet not me he's the first person to say it and then like everybody's like like it leads right up literally to you, like your foot <laughs> all right all right all right <laughs> so I was um, una- I was unaware. That I had stepped in. Shit. Ooh, think about this though. Think about this angle. Check this out. So fuck. Look, we've been I'm thinking going from all angles right now. <laughs> <laughs> we've been going through this whole thing since the murder of uh, George Floyd 
and uh, we still looking for uh, Breonna Taylor's killers to be arrested. Um, Ain't that a bitch? Right. Um, and since then, all the protests and the uh, movements for racial awareness in this country have kind of garnered a whole new batch of people looking to make a progressive move. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think Joe Biden picking Kamala Harris, any woman of color, honestly, I think that was a, a trick they already kind of had in the bag. Uh, oh, yeah. They were going to do that regardless, um, especially once, you know what I mean, once the, 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 the thing, the protests and all that stuff kicked off, I think it made it a shoe-in uh, a choice for them to do that because I think up until then uh, they had had Amy Klobuchar still in consideration uh, for a VP pick, mm-hmm. and I think it was shortly after that that I think they dropped her from consideration altogether. Um, so. I think she asked to be removed. Or she didn't she she asked to be to withdraw her name from the however however they set it up to be yeah done. The, the way they set it up but. right so uh, with that being said I think that uh, his, his choice makes her a or his choice of her uh, makes it a move a good move for a lot of these people who are looking to make like I said a progressive move in the uh, in the wake of this newfound uh, I guess knowledge they've acquired of a racial inequity um, so um well, I mean, like, no, I, 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 I say that that way because, like I said, like I said previously, I don't believe you can ask anybody for something that it will cause that they would have to give up something in order, in order for you, you know what I mean, for yeah. you to get it. Have um, they had their first little dog and pony show, like you know, with Biden Harris? I don't know. I don't know if they've done that. They trotted each other out. I mean, I doubt it at this point. You know what I mean? It, Do you remember the? the handshake and stepbrothers the real awkward like they look like as the stepdad comes in oh yeah and he's like comes with his other is it gonna look like that no I think we're gonna see a socially distanced president vice presidential candidate honestly well it was just weird running you know through the primaries she spent her whole time calling Joe Biden racist and Oh, of course. But then when when when, when uh Tulsi Gabbard uh It's weird when, to me. Like now Tulsi, you're on the ticket. When Tulsi <laughs> hit her with that mm mm ooh ah <laughs> talking about hey you locked up all these young black uh dudes for marijuana and then asked when asked if you ever smoked marijuana, you laughed. That's all she had to say. Well, uh it was a row row over on Tim Kamala. Holy shit, she got railed. I listened to Tupac and she hit her a couple times hard. Um, yeah, that. Yeah, and then arresting parents because their kids skip school. Like, yo, we ain't cool with any of that. Yo, I mean, it's she was she was what the prosecutor or DA or whatever for the. Uh, what was she at? Was she in San Francisco? Yeah. Or, or was it Los Angeles? It was Los Angeles, wasn't it? Well, somewhere in California. Um, you know, somewhere in a big city, California. But she had a questionable past when it came to that. But, I mean, can you hold only that against her? No. I don't think you can. 
but I don't think you can also champion her as the quote unquote uh, candidate or the the black candidate, uh, the one with the uh, exclusively black agenda in mind. Uh, she's very much a centrist, uh, and you're just gonna get a, um, I guess, the equivalent of Barack Obama in the VP spot. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, like I said, still compared to what we have now, not fucking bad at all. <laughs> Not it a bad was move. San Francisco. Okay, city yeah. attorney of Yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, the city and county of San Francisco in two thousand three. So, um I mean like I said, but, but what we said in the beginning, shout out to history of a black woman being on the candidate I mean on the ticket of a major party candidate with a legitimate shot to win the presidency. Um that would be huge uh, for women, for black women, for black people. Um, you know, it's another first in a day and age where you think we would be done with firsts. Isn't, and she's part Asian. She is Indian, as in like Indian, like Hindu Indian. Yeah. And um, Jamaican. And Jamaican, yeah. So she's black. She has it, oh, she has God, Asian she has me. Asian I took, roots. I took a screenshot of some dumbass's comment Indian, on Indian, Facebook Indian about Indian people this are black too. <laughs> it, Let's not forget that. Well, Jamaican, they're black. So Indian um, people are black. They may be it may be from the continent of Asia, but they're black. <laughs> there was a story on KTVB from Boise that ran, and the headline was uh, can't remember. Uh, Kamala Harris first um, first I can't remember how but you know it it explained on the ethnicity and blah 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 Um, and uh, some lady says she's not black half Indian half Jamaican oh my god her father's family owned slaves oh my god slaves named Sheree Reddington from Idaho somewhere um, no, she didn't. Yeah, I took a screenshot of her comment. That's literally her oh comment. Oh my gosh! Oh, see, this is what happens when people don't know anything outside of their own history. <laughs> this is what happens when you only teach U.S. history from the U.S. perspective. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you call slaves migrant workers. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like this is what happens in those situations. This is what ha- this is what the society that makes those decisions produces. Yeah, I. You, what color are Jamaicans? How many white Jamaicans have you ever met? Not very many. John Paul. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and just because you dread your hair doesn't mean you're from Jamaica. The if you think of a Jamaican person, you just close your eyes and think they're from Jamaica. What does that person look like? <laughs> and if you've never been there, I'll I tell mean, you what, you it doesn't look Google. like it doesn't look like fucking Edward Norton. <laughs> <laughs> Do they look like Matt Damon? No. But they don't. He's gonna look like you say fucking bolt. He's gonna look like Bob Marley. 
It's gonna look like uh, <laughs> you know, like a lot of these very famous icons that you can throw in your head and be like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no they, uh, they're definitely black. They're definitely black. <laughs> what the fuck? And like yeah, I said before, like, where do you think when we say black, we're talking about melanated people, right? Right. You talking about there's lots of black Asians. Lots of black Asians. Mm-hmm. Did Kamala Harris ever live in India? Not that I saw on that page I just read. She black there. <laughs> like Tiger Woods, they never lived in fucking Vietnam or wherever his mom was from, or Korea. I can't remember what, what I think Korea was it Korea? I think so. He ain't living Tiger Woods they never live over there. He black. He has Asian ancestry. Here's she has Indian ancestry. She black. If you saw her barbecuing in a park with her friends, would you call the cops on her? It depends. Do I have wraparound glasses? <laughs> that's how. That's how I'm trying to. Do I have wraparound glasses, and or a yes. tribal tattoo? Yes. Then yes. I'm saying. So there you go. All right. Well, since we're racially profiling, we got any shout outs? Dude, I wanted to do it so bad last week and I forgot who it was and then, or what it was, who or what. And then on the way to get you, I was like, oh, I remembered what I want, who I want to shout out. Fuck, forgot. I got it. Um, shout outs. Let's see. I like to give a shout out to, um, actually, you know what? I'd like to give a shout out to a, a local guy here, uh, Mr. Damian Lillard. Uh, Damian Lillard had the interesting <laughs> exchange on uh, Twitter uh, the last few days. Uh, oh, did you see my. what happened? No, but so you just reminded me of something. He had a. So the Trailblazers played the Clippers a couple, a few nights ago. Mm-hmm. And. Late in the game, you know, the Clippers have got their, you know, mostly I think they're mostly either all of their bench or mostly their bench in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul George, Pat Beverly, Kawhi Leonard didn't even play that game. Uh, Paul George, Pat Beverly, they're all over on the bench. They pulled them out early in the fourth quarter. Um, and it's a competitive game at the end. And Portland, um, I believe they were down by one. Dame goes to the line. Bricks two free throws. <laughs> fucking Pat Bev and um well fucking uh uh he's over you know Pat Patrick Beverly's the biggest troll in the NBA right now. I think he's he's mm-hmm. he's outdone Draymond for the biggest troll in the NBA. Uh he's over there doing the fucking Dame time shit. <laughs> like, yo, like whoa, what's wrong with the clock? <laughs> right? And so he talking shit, and you know they 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 in the bubble. You hear all that shit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so Dame after the game fires some shots back, especially about Paul George being in OKC last year, <laughs> saying uh, he know what it felt like when I sent him home. And then Patrick Beverly <laughs> when he was in Houston when he hit that shot, yeah, sent Houston home. He was like, and I sent him home back then. 
know what I mean? They know they they know what to expect from me. You know what I mean? That's why they even saying that, <laughs> right? But then, like you know what I mean? That, that was cool. That was cool. That's that's NBA banter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, Skip Bayless and uh, Shannon Sharp had have that show Undisputed on um, uh, uh, Fox Sports. Mm-hmm. And Skip Bayless teases this uh, segment from what's today's. You know, we're we're recording this on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, today's show uh, teases a segment where he's basically about to trash Damian Lillard, and <laughs> Damian Lillard did not hold back. Uh, <laughs> and you know, once you once he found out that there was going to be a uh, uh, a uh, <laughs> a segment that he was going to be featured on by Skip Bayless. Well, Damien fired off that pre that that preemptive uh salvo. Let me find the tweet here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'll find it somewhere. Uh, but Damian Lillard basically fires off at Skip Bayless, like, you know, dude, you're a bum. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't like you. Uh, based on our, our, you know, our uh, our private talks or, you know, whatever, you know, he he's basically like, you know, you tell me one thing, uh, but then you're going to get a, uh, you're going to say another thing and kind of calls him out for it. Uh, so it's just one of those things that I'm just like, you know, Shout out to you for, for for standing up for yourself. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I like it's, that about it's, it's one thing uh, when you going back and forth with other players. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because y'all are y'all y'all are out there competing against one another. Trash talking is expected oh, yeah. uh, in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? That's that's one thing. But then you as Skip Bayless. You gotta you, you gotta put some respect on that man's that man's name. Mm-hmm. That man has done some amazing shit, mm-hmm. um, and I don't give him enough credit. On a lot and of time. off the court, true. I don't give him enough credit a lot of times, simply because my critique of Damian Lillard is strictly on basketball, and my 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 um, uh, my critique of him is also um, the same that I have of Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I don't think either one of them will win on their uh, own. I don't think either one of them will ever win a championship as a top two option on their team. Mm-mm. And the reason being is because they they're such a um, they're such a ball dominant player at times. Uh, it hurts them. That yeah, it hurts them. Uh, they play a lot of hero ball in some crazy situations. Uh, and they both tend to make you know, well at least now I can't say both. I know Russell Westbrook early in his career tend to make a lot of mistakes after uh, he committed like a turnover mm-hmm. or something like that. He would instantly commit a foul, and those things would yeah. add up, and you know, just little things like that. Um, anyway, but uh, I, as I always said, that they would never win a championship as a number one or a number two option. Now you pair them up, you super team them with somebody. Oh fuck yeah, they going bananas, and they almost have that right now in Houston with James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Yeah, they do. They, I think you know, that's going to be... That's a Batman Robin for your ass, but I still think they need a third person. They do. Um, to, they need a to, Draymond. To, yeah, to, to shore that up. Um, 
and I feel the same way. You got a Dame and a CJ. I don't think Yusuf Nurkic is that next level person that's going to get uh-uh. them there. I don't think that anybody they have right now is that third person. Uh, you would need to put them with like the. If you put. Give us Anthony Davis. I was going to say, put LeBron, AD, and Dane Lillard together. Oh, damn. Yeah, he'd guarantee to win. I don't know. You could feel, you could feel the bench up with. Me. <laughs> you can fill the bench up with like fucking six or seven veteran swing men yeah. uh, uh, just to move the rock yeah. around between these three. And <laughs> exactly. Pay me pay me hundred and fifty grand a year and I'll just throw You them. can find a you can find a shitload of fucking Scott Burrells and Ron Harpers. Uh <laughs> You may even get a Tony Ku coach in there, uh, but those three right there will get you oh, a ring right now. Yeah, right. Uh, and so well, I, th- I, I think know. I think that Damian Lillard will go down as one of those players if he doesn't win a championship. Let's say he never wins a championship. I think he'll go down in the same breath as like a. Dan Marino? No. Uh, I mean, well, yeah, I guess you could say that. Uh, but I was thinking more like a Charles Barkley, a Patrick Ewing, mm. a, a bigger John name. Stockton, a Carl Malone. You know what I mean? One of the top players of, of, of his time, a definite Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, he just never got a ring, you know what I mean, because of the era that he played in. Uh, it was Matt, I mean, it was Michael and uh, Hakeem. <laughs> for a lot of, for for pretty much all of the nineties <laughs> except for the end there where I think fucking the Spurs maybe got one or two. Um but it was clean up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was pretty much the Michael and Akeem show in the nineties. Uh I mean it's been pretty much what the um LeBron and Kawhi show. <laughs> yeah. Uh let's see Kawhi's got what two two rings now? Three two or three? Two. Two Two rings, one with the Spurs, one with the Raptors. LeBron's got three. Um, so that's what out of the last, and then Steph, Steph and Clay, Kevin Durant. Two. Yeah, Kevin Durant's got two. No, he's got two. Steph and Clay have got three. Three. Um, Draymond's got three. Don't leave my boy Draymond out of there. Come on, man. Come on. Iguodala got some, too. That's Yo, my favorite one player. of the craziest stats I've fucking seen is Draymond Green. I don't know if it's still true, but Draymond Green has the highest winning percentage in the entire yeah, NBA. He does. Like, it's not even close. Mm-mm. It's not even fucking it's close. way different. It's nuts. <laughs> right? He it's looks like nuts. these nuts guy, too. Fuck. Um... I don't think Damian Lillard is going to be the. I don't think he's going to be. I don't think he's going to be the guy that leads you to a title. Man, how but the I do. Hell was that a shout out? I think he can be. I think he can. No, I'm saying I think he can be a Kevin Durant type of player for your team if he fits into the right team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Kevin Durant for all of his. You know he had fucking Russell Westbrook and James Harden, mm-hmm. and still couldn't get it done in OKC. No. With Serge Ibaka, uh, you know what I mean, and still couldn't get it done in OKC. No, right? But then he, you went and injected him into a team that already could get it done, and then they just got it done stupid easy. I think if you would have got rid of Westbrook, 
KD would have had a ring a long time ago. I don't think so. I do. I don't think that team. They don't, I don't think that team gets to KD's a winner to. though. He's he is a winner. He well, That's, no, no, he's not. He's not a winner. When we're when we're talking about okay, his level of eliteness, mm-hmm. basketball wise, mm-hmm. is up there. Right. Oh, yeah. It's up there. He is undoubtedly. I, I think he's still the number one player in the league right now, in right. my opinion. He is crazy good. Part of that is due to his frame, his size, and what yeah. he can do with the basketball at his size. He is definitely like. It's incredible the way he plays, though. Yeah, he is a generational defining player. Yeah. He is a mold of a player that you're starting to see. Uh, uh, young players mm-hmm. like a bowl bowl mm-hmm. flourish into that same type yep. of a role, right? You know what I mean? Which, it, oh my God, if bowl bowl puts a little muscle on, he is going to be nasty. Oof. He is going to be ridiculous to deal with. He may be, he may be that Kevin Durant class that shuts Kevin Durant down currently, uh, right? Like if 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 man, he is he's looking. He's going to be he's going to be ridiculously good if he hits his potential. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but anyway, um, I think Kevin Durant, though, you bring him in and you inject him into fucking the two greatest shooters of all time with the yeah. most unfair shooter of, <laughs> of of all time. Like, it's not fair it's to have win. a fucking seven foot whatever wing uh, wingspan or frame like this guy and you could just launch him from deep and hit him at a high percentage. That is not fair. Who's guarding you out there? Who's guarding you, period? You see what I'm saying? Like it is not fair to have what he the ability he has. You talk about somebody who is literally using every inch of his body to exploit the biggest uh gaps in the mm-hmm. defense and and is is doing it effectively. Okay. And so yes, he is 100% one of the best players out there. Just like Damian Lillard. He's one of the best point guards out there undoubtedly. Yeah. But he's not going to lead you to a championship as the number one or the number two option. Now, Kevin Durant went and became like the number one, sometimes the number, most of the number two option in in Golden State, but look at what he had behind it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like you had a, you had a number one or number two option interchangeably. Like you had a dude that scored 37 points in one fucking quarter. (laughs) (laughs) And he was the little bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. The little bro dropped 37 in a single quarter. That's the, insane. There was teams, I believe, that went that entire year without scoring an entire with 37 points in a single in quarter. A half. No, I'm talking about there was teams that not one quarter in any game that yeah. year. Had scored 37 points in that quarter. Yeah, I'm saying even let alone a half. There was teams that only scored like 25, 24 points in the whole half. And that's Lil Bro. And and he a lockdown defender. Yeah. And then you got this other little light-skinned fucker that's just running around here like a little baby-faced assassin is just dropping nuke bombs from everywhere and turning around and running off up down the court while that shit's still going in. And y'all finally look back and catch him, and this nigga's down on the other end at the free throw line clapping like, let's go, defense. 
this little motherfucker is just uh, redefining the way we play the game of basketball. It's insane. And then you go and add somebody with this unfair frame to that. That and you know that was the one the that championship though with KD, it was like yeah to me. And we, you know, we talked about it because we watched it at the house. And I was like, yeah, eh. you kind of knew it was going to happen. Like, they yeah. got beat, so they had to bring back Katie to take out LeBron. I get it. Right, right. Like, we knew this was the whole thing going in. So, um, it's going to be interesting to see how the rest of this NBA season plays out. Um, I'm thinking that uh, however they do this going forward after this season is over with, um, this bubble is a success. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you keep players uh, from too much risky behavior outside of the bubble? That becomes a little bit more of a challenge when everybody goes you home. You mean like when the season's over? Yeah. Um, just bring them back, you know, because you're going to have to have team meetings and shit throughout the year. It's your job. I mean, what Take do we do? Do we, do we bring them back? Um, they they depend on their bodies. I think to make millions of dollars a year. I think they they know what's best for them. Man, you talk about a bunch of young rich motherfuckers. Hey, they've been cooped up in a bubble. Right. I, first thing I do is hit the strip club. Man, fuck hitting the strip club. The strip, buy the strip club. The strip club is at my house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Shout out strip clubs. Man, there is three poles being installed as soon as soon as soon as I walk out the bubble. There's three poles being installed. <laughs> Yo, I figured we could we get, get five lights going. We got disco balls. We could get five in here. Little stage. Bruh. Think about it. If I'm that young and I've been cooped up in a bubble for months. Oh yeah. Bruh. I'm catching Rona the day I leave. That ain't all you're catching. Shit. Hey, the same drug can be used to cure multiple things. Just make sure you don't you don't hit nothing with a scab. <laughs> I'm done. We done. done. That's it. All right, man. We've been two regular guys terrible. plus we. I'm CJ. I'm Chris. And uh, if you like the show, please uh, follow us. <laughs> Follow us on uh, Spotify. Uh, don't judge <laughs> uh, us for that. If you do want to hit us up, uh, the email is two reg guys four two zero at gmail.com. That's T W O R E G G U Y S four two zero at gmail.com. Uh, thank you guys once again for listening. <laughs> no scabs. No scabs. No scabs. No scabs. <laughs> All right, man. We appreciate y'all. Later.